Wes Juna, of course, again to come and cry ons rach. Clap ons rach for the finances. Hi, Wes. Yeah, how's it and how are you? <laughs> like and you? Good, man. Good. Okay, listen, we all are thinking about one thing and that's money at the moment, um, especially since December is normally a month involving a bit of extra cash flow and we are yeah. all a little bit shaking in our boots because, you know, if you haven't saved throughout the year or whatever the case may be, um, you're going to have a problem now. But how can we effectively save? So what are the different options available and how do they compare? Yeah, so I, I am actually hoping that December is a month where people are thinking about <laughs> savings because it's very easy to think about how you're going to spend that money and, and it's uh, you almost need to be intentional about um, not spending all of it. Um, so I thought we could just look at a few options that, that are there. Um, and I think the best one, I mean, you asked a question off air just around what happens if you've only got like three weeks to save? So, <laughs> so then this option for me is, is the absolute best one, which doesn't immediately come to mind, but it would be an access bond. So if you have got a bond, you've, you've got bought a house or property and you've got a bond on it, but your bond is an access bond, meaning you can put money into it, extra money if you want to, and you can take it out. out. For me, that is the ideal place to put any kind of extra savings or emergency cash that you've got. Um, so the things that are important to be in mind is that an access bond, it doesn't allow you to borrow or to withdraw all the money that you've paid towards your bond. You can only access the funds that you've paid over and above your monthly bond repayments. But because it is so flexible, it's like a, a bank account. It's You have access to it immediately. Yeah. You can uh, put in, take out. It's um, straight away you've got that money. And as soon as you've put it in, you are effectively saving on your interest. So it's not like you're getting a, right. a cash flow into your bank account but if look this is the highest rates have ever been so it's probably pretty likely that your bond rate that might you're repaying at is close to 11 around about 11 percent so that's a return that you're getting straight away without any kind of tax consequence to it and then the other thing that's again something that's just a nice thing to know that we normally advise is if you're towards the end of paying off your your bond um, so maybe you've only got a year left and maybe your repayments are really small we would say listen keep that bond open as long as you can because you've that's access to kind of cheap money if you're exactly. ever going to need money in the future for whatever a car or refurbishments for your house um you're gonna if you go and open a new application at the bank it's going to be far more expensive than what you have currently with mm. your bond so if you can speak to your bank and you can just go hey i want to keep this bond open i'm just going to pay 100 rand a month or whatever just so that i don't repay this thing in full exactly. and i've got access to it that's quite a nice thing to do all right, that's that's a lacquer one. Uh, like you said, it, it doesn't come to mind uh, immediately, but if you think about it, I mean, a very good option. Okay, now what about fixed deposits and money market funds? Uh, what is the difference between them and when should we use it? Yeah, so th- those are probably, um, or fixed deposits, probably the one that people know of. So you, they know, okay, I've got a bank account and with my bank, I've got probably a savings account. And they think that that's a, a fairly good option. It's not bad, but you're actually going to find that your interest rates there are, are not amazing. Maybe they're at like 6% round about there. Um, and so you could get a better rate if you used a fixed deposit. So instead of getting 6%, you could maybe get 7% or 7.5%, but you've got to lock your money up. So they'll give you, the bank will provide you with different terms. Maybe they'll say for um, one month, you can't touch it or for six. And if it's for longer, the longer you go, the better the, the better. rate that you get. And that's essentially what your fixed deposit is 
Um, and if you want to access that money before that restricted period is up, you're probably going to pay a small penalty on that. Um, and normally there's around about a 5,000 minimum All amount right. to do these. Um, and then for me, a better option than the, than the savings account and then the fixed deposit is a money market account. Now, money market account, the technically it's it's a unit trust so it's not a bank account um but the way to think about it is it's almost the same as a fixed deposit except you've got flexibility so you you don't lock your money up you can access it the next day if you need to, if you need to. Um, depending right. on the institution it can take maybe a couple of days to get that money but you're accepting a little bit more risk because it's not like a bank account where the bank goes you uh, are guaranteed this money it's it's kind of like quite safe investments that an Alan Gray or a Coronation, whoever the asset manager invests in, and you can get a better return. You can probably get between eight and a half, maybe even 9% on these things. So you must think of it almost like a like a bank account where you can get a, a pretty good interest rate and you've got flexibility and access to that money. Okay, so now what about the case when someone has been saving through a work pension fund and then they retire or resign? What is the best thing to do with the money they've been saving? So that's a different look on it now. That's not savings, you know, with with your disposable yeah. income. That's that's now you've got retirement money set aside. You've been working and you leave your employment for whatever reason and they say, okay, right, what do you want to do with this money? And and we would always say, put that into a preservation fund. That's a form of saving. You do always have access to that money. So when you resign or leave your employment, you can take that money. You're just going to be heavily taxed on it. So uh. um, so putting it into a preservation fund moves it tax-free into um, a, a separate account. And it leaves you with the option to access that money if you want to at a later stage. But again, really what we're trying to encourage here is people need to save. So the preservation just means you you keeping that money as it is with the same rights to access it. Um, it will still grow. It's still invested. It doesn't just sit there and earn yeah. nothing. Um, and and that would always kind of be our recommended advice um, to save that money and not access it. All right. So it's about 20 minutes past eight. I'm talking to Wes Junior. He's here for our finances every Thursday. And we've been talking about how to save. So uh, we looked at access bonds, the fixed deposits and money market funds and then preservation funds. So those are just four of the vehicles you can use to save, but I'm sure there are many, many other ways to save. So if anyone wants more information on savings uh, products that will be well suited to their goals, they can email you on wes at gda.co.za. Okay, it's so easy. It's wes at gda.co.za. If you're struggling with that, let me know in studio and I'll give it to you again. Thank you, Wes. Oh my goodness. Lack of saving. As if it's so, so, so easy. But we have to, eh? We have to. It's discipline. Thanks, Wiz. Bye-bye.